Welcome to a second string sports production. Well, obviously, our kind of favorite time of year is coming up. Neither of us picked Baylor. If they're, if they're not healthy, I just don't, I don't see them pulling it off. But I just, yeah. There's not a Big Ten team beating them on a little tougher route. I went with the upset route. It's just hard right now because, like, the Big Ten is so good. Mm -hmm. There's so many good teams there. We wonder year after year, why are you even a franchise? Obviously, the question now that everyone wants to ask, Nats and Sixers, the Lakers season at this point, There's not really two. it's pretty well over. Second string sports viewers, welcome back. Episode two of The Girl and the Guru. Look at us. Forming consistency around here. Crazy. Um, I do want to say, before we get started today, I was a little disorganized last time, but if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, do us a favor, like, comment, subscribe, show the support, whatever. Turn on notifications, you won't miss an episode from us again. Uh, after that, if you're not one that wants to watch, not one that has the time to sit down and watch a podcast, whether you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, make sure to follow, like it, maybe rate it. Let us know you support it so we know we can feel that love while we're creating this. We know we've got you guys behind us while we continue to keep leveling these up and making more content for you guys as we learn the ropes around here. If you're looking to rock the brand, support us even further. Rock beautiful designs like this. Maybe the sticker up here. Maybe something like this. Or this. Maybe that, that, or that doesn't matter whatever you're looking for if those don't suit you go over to secondstringsport.com shop and we'll find you something there support the brand today we're going to turn our focus to basketball entirely basketball yeah we'll get to football offseason stuff a later date but we're going to talk basketball obviously our kind of favorite time of year is coming up coming even closer than it was last week i mean what a week Two weeks. We are a week and a half from conference tournaments. We're talking March Madness, obviously, but technically not today. We're a week and a half from conference tournaments, both men's and women's. After that, we are about three weeks from the selection show, and then after that, we're good. It's March Madness time. Yeah. We're filling out brackets, and we're going. So with that, obviously, before you set up March Madness brackets, you've got teams that are looking to avoid that selection show and are looking to get their automatic bids, get in right away, avoid all the fuss, just get right to it. Um, Got to win your conference tournament for that, though. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to break down some conference tournaments, and we're going to make our picks for those, maybe even go a little deeper after that, talk about automatic bids, who we think after those automatic bids from conference tournament winners is probably going to get in regardless. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're not going to go with every conference. We're just kind of going. We're going to go the Power Six yeah. for basketball. We're going to talk Big Twelve, Big Ten, ACC, SEC, Pac Twelve, and the um, Big East. Yeah, the Big East. There we go. Um, we're going to go men's and women's. And that's kind of going to be our focus today. We're going to talk co conference tournaments, make some picks. Yeah. Just like last week, only a little more in depth and college basketball. We have some NBA in here, too, afterwards. A little so. bit, but I'm excited. Yeah. Conference tournaments aren't quite as exciting, but I know you're going to one of them, Big Ten Women's. 
that should be fun either way. They're not quite as exciting as March Madness. I mean, he got that field of a 68 and 64. Keep dwindling that down. That's always fun. It's yeah. a fun couple of weeks there. Um, but conference tournaments first. I think we're going to start out. I think we're going to see some good conference tournaments this year. I think year. we're going to see some great There's conference tournaments. There's a lot of good teams. I think we're going to see some great conference tournaments, especially with these first couple. We're going to start with the Big 12 here. We got a little got a little bit of varying opinions on this one. Yeah. Uh, you're going... Texas Tech. You're going a slightly tougher route than me. You're going Texas Tech. Neither of us picked Baylor. If they if they're not healthy, I just don't I don't see them pulling it off. That's the thing. They're 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 missing. Maybe they'll surprise us, but they're missing their top two scorers right now, and the one just got hurt a week ago. So it's hard to tell if he'll be back. Likely not going to be there. I think it was something with his ankle. I think it was a sprain, if I remember right. But either way, so he could be back. Neither of us might not be back. Neither of us have Baylor. Which, again, injuries, honestly, they're starting to slip for me from that national title contendership because of all these injuries. But still got my faith in them. Obviously, Big 12, if anyone's going to do it, I think it's them or my pick, Kansas. Uh, the reason I'm going Kansas is, like I said last week, that team, not only are they one of the better defensive teams in the conference – or in the country, not necessarily top of the the conference there, but they also score really well. They score in the top 15 in the country. That's not something any other Big 12 team does. I think Kansas is going to get hot. I think they're going to perform well in this one, and I think they're going to take it. You took Texas Tech. I took Texas Tech just because they're probably my favorite Big 12 team to watch. Yeah. They play... Super fast. Um, they're really good at shooting. Um, they can get hot. Especially when they get hot. Like, that's hard to beat. They have one of the best defenses. I know we talked about that. Yeah. Um, they're capable of upsetting, which would be where Kansas – I'm not even sure where they're, they're at in the Big 12. They're capable yeah. of those upsets because of their ability to hold teams to low scoring and get hot. And they're a physical team. Those which, physical defenses, they're – tough to score against because they'll beat you up they'll get to the foul line themselves and they'll make you tired they'll prevent you from getting those good shots up yeah which they're third in the big 12 tied technically with baylor in second but i think baylor's gonna slip a couple more games i think they're capable of upsetting kansas i think they're capable of upsetting baylor yeah and any team that they really come across as long as they are shooting well and playing really good defense I think Iowa State's going to take that Baylor upset last game of the season heading into tournament. I think it could happen. <laughs> Iowa State's just not playing great. Not, but they just got that win. Over TCU. Maybe they, hey, I mean, maybe they can get hot. They've got three. They've got two more games at home, I believe, and then a game in Waco, unfortunately. Well, but let's just hope that they take their wins at home. Hopefully. And then hopefully that if they take one, those two at home, they should be they should end up getting a bid to the tournament. You would think. You would if think. they take those two, I mean they've got, I think eight quad one wins now. I mean. You would think they would get in. It's just if they lose their last couple games, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna it's be. Gonna, it's gonna be. This is what happens. Hey, we're we're looking at the Big Twelve tournament coming up. This is a better Iowa State team than last year. We're going down to Hilton South for the Big 12 tournament. That's what they call it. You're an Iowa fan. You don't... I, I know. I know okay, what they call okay, it. Okay. Hilton South. Okay. Um, 
either way, heading down to Hilton South, we own that building. So you never know. But. I mean, I think you could pull off something, but <laughs> no, you guys I've, just aren't playing. I've got like, Kansas. I, I say it's just not playing at that top level. I just I don't think anyone's going to score with Kansas. I think. I don't know. I think they're going to bring the energy. I think Texas Tech. Could Texas Tech defensively. They could defensively win that game, but if they got hot on shooting, that just. If helps. they have their best night, where they're holding Kansas to a seventy-point performance and they can get hot. I mean. I don't. I don't see where they couldn't take it. I'm still taking Kansas. I. I don't know who Baylor is going to get bounced by, but I. I think a Kansas Baylor matchup early in the tournament is going to. Is going to drop them, and then I think Kansas is going to win it all. But I think Texas Tech takes it all, unless there's some crazy upset. But. Yeah. I mean, the Kansas Texas Tech game would be a good game yeah. for the championship. I mean, Kansas Texas but... Tech. I think are both in my final four as of last week. So, or were they? I, I think they were. I think I tied Kansas over Auburn, and then I had Texas Tech in that bracket over Gonzaga. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I had both of them. I don't, I don't remember. So, I mean, whichever one wants to go in and win that, but I, I'm taking Kansas. I thought Kansas. you had Baylor. I thought um, you said Baylor. Did I take Baylor? I honestly don't remember. That was too long ago. Either way. So, my Big 12 pick, Kansas. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Next, we got the Big 10. We both kind of mutually we, we were, on this one. We were mutual on a few of these. Purdue, I just... Yeah. There's not a Big Ten team beating them. I mean, Obviously, a few have... I think they could pull it off, but it's on It's on when Purdue play, plays bad. So, yeah. if Purdue comes out and Those they, are they aren't losses. playing their top, yeah. their top game, I mean, then yeah. Purdue's yes. only losses are to a Rutgers team that shot, I believe, 53% from the three-point line. That's just... Crazy. That's not going to happen again for them. And then... They took a loss to, I think, Wisconsin. They lost to Wisconsin. Yeah. I think they lost to Indiana. Which they also Both played Both of those Wisconsin games, they got out-rebounded. Out. They play Wisconsin again on March 1st, which might give us a better idea, too. Yeah. Both the Wisconsin and Indiana game, they got out-rebounded. They turned the ball over, I think, in between those two games. They turned it over at least 15 times in each game. They weren't shooting well in either game. I believe against Indiana, they shot like 42% from the field and under 30% from three. That's not Purdue. Um, and then they also just recently lost to Michigan. Yeah. So. And Michigan's not a – they're not, a tough – Not an awful team, but – They're a tough Big Ten opponent. I think they're like fifth or sixth in the Big Ten, but I mean – Purdue's still playing on that level where yeah. I think they'll pull it off. I don't think there's anyone that's going to beat them. No, I don't either, and I still think they're – going to be in my uh national championship on my bracket so i yeah, mean i, agree. I don't I, I if i don't see so. if i see him that far i don't see any big time team beating him so i mean i'm not picking anyone other than purdue yeah, there it just makes sense i mean if you look at how they're playing and yeah. their losses and who they beat and like we said that offense is unstoppable in more ways than four i mean you got Jaden Ivey's ability to just slice a defense. He can shoot outside. They've got two other perimeter shooters. they got Zach Eady, another solid forward down there. They've got scoring options all around. It's Not just hard that, to shut them down when you have so many absolutely. key players. You can't and, just pick one. And, and the tough part is you get those two big guys down there who play a huge role on that team. They get fouled a lot. That team shoots 73% from the free throw line. I mean, there's yeah. too many scoring options on that team. Combine they, that with the fact that they play pretty tough defense. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see anyone beating them. No. And I think they're going to come ready to play in the Big Ten tournament, and it's, it's just going to go their way. 
And again, like we said, I think if, if there's a year for Purdue, it's this year. Yeah. Um, SEC, you went the... You went the yellow brick road on this one. You went a little I took, easier. I don't know. I took Auburn, I guess. I mean, they've only lost one game in conference. Yeah. Like I mean, you they said lost... yesterday, they've they've only lost one game in conference. I... They could go in and they could just sweep the tournament. Yeah. Or I think they get upset early. So it's either one or the other. They either win it all or they get upset. That SEC is pretty tough, though. I know. That that top there, you you've got you've got Auburn, you've got Tennessee, Kentucky, LSU's. Had a tough run in there. Arkansas's right up in there with them. There's just so many teams I mean, that could pull off an upset. I went, or... a little, I went a little tougher route. I went with the upset route. I I took Tennessee. Tennessee's been hot lately, and we're a week and a half from tournaments. Tennessee goes in hot. I think they could go on a little two, three-day run and get themselves right into that championship spot, and I think they could take it. That's the thing with conference tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I think Tennessee was my other contending team that I kind of... I think your other ones were Tennessee and LSU. I think LSU was more yours, wasn't it? Was it? Or was that for women? I honestly don't Um, even remember. That might have been for women. Um, Either way. Oh, yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky was my other contender. Um, It was between those two. But in terms of Tennessee, (laughs) or in terms of conference tournaments... It's short. It's two, three days. You play them back to back to back to back. It's a lot of basketball. It's a lot of basketball in that time. And to me, every single year, it's whatever team gets hot, that's usually the team that's going to take it. Um, To me, often the team that gets hot in that tournament ends up going into the next tournament and kind of laying an egg sometimes. But it's also good to get that momentum built up through there. but I'm I'm taking I think Auburn comes in with good focus, but I think Tennessee's the hot team of the weekend, and I think Tennessee takes it. I think Auburn takes it. I think they're gonna come in hot. I mean, how? When is the last time Auburn was like this good? Have they ever? I got an answer for you on that one. This this I is the first time they've they, ever so got like, a number one ranking, and it's. I a, feel like they're gonna come in hot. I mean, if they get upset, it's gonna be probably by one of these. Yeah. By Kentucky, Tennessee, or LSU. Obviously, or it's, Alabama. It, that Auburn team's on a on a good run of focus. You know, they're looking to looking to contend this year, so they're not gonna. And they've already had that big loss. Yeah. So that I'm, Arkansas loss. I'm yeah. thinking they come in and they're gonna play <coughs> pretty good. I'd basketball. love to see it. I'd love to see it, but I also love upsets. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of of the month of March are upsets, but. I could definitely see Auburn taking that one. ACC, we didn't we didn't stray from each other on this one. Yeah, we, we don't see anyone beating Duke. No, I, I do see Duke playing better than everyone. And the thing with Duke is, you've got tougher defensive teams in that conference, but no one scores like Duke. Notre no. Dame, yeah, I was gonna say, North Notre Carolina, Dame's Wake Forest. They're not going to score with Duke. Obviously, Wake Forest had that crazy game against Duke the other night. Almost won it on a buzzer beater. But Duke, you're not often going to score with them on that level. I think if there's going to be a team that's going to do it, it's going to be Wake Forest or Notre Dame. But I just... I just see Duke taking it all. I mean, there's those teams that could come and contend, but I see... I think Duke wins the ACC. 
And again, I think they lay an egg in the tournament, and I think they disappoint and they lose early, probably oh, yeah. to Texas Tech in the tournament. I, I think they disappoint in, yeah. the, in the. But I think I think they definitely win the ACC. I don't see another team really <clears throat> going shot for shot no. with them. There's not many teams there that I see that happening. Yeah. I, and like we just said, it's the team that gets hot. If there's a team in that conference that's going to get hot, it's going to be Duke in a in a two three day span of basketball. It's going to be Duke. Yeah, and then they're going to make it to the big tournament and. Yeah. I just don't see him yeah. going nearly as far. Um, we'll glaze right over that to another conference that we didn't stray from each other. Yeah. No one's playing better basketball in this country right now than Arizona. Yeah. Nobody. That On both kind of ends of the floor. For us. Absolutely. I On mean, both ends of the floor. I don't. The Pac-12. I don't see anybody competing with Arizona no. right now. A UCLA, maybe, but no. I just I don't see it. I'm not sold on USC. I, I just, it's a, it's not a bad conference, but. I just, it's not a great conference. No one's competing with Arizona. It's just not. No, they're playing the best basketball that Absolutely. we've probably seen. They're and maybe. Quick. They have a, they're all tall. Yeah. Maybe so. when we get to March, March Madness, we'll see them face those other conferences, those other teams, and maybe we'll see a whole different basketball. Maybe they'll lay an egg too. I just don't see it changing but, much. Like, they're going to play tougher yeah. contenders, but. They're just we'll at that high see. of a level. They're they have the height on their team. It's yeah. gonna be hard to match up if they get someone who's yeah. good. But no, that Arizona team's crazy. They're quick. I uh, <laughs> I made the mistake last week on the podcast when we were talking about Arizona's defense being number one in the country. I meant to say that they averaged just about nine steals per game and eight blocks i accidentally said eight rebounds i didn't even catch it i so. caught it um I accidentally said eight rebounds that makes no sense trust me arizona averages more than eight rebounds i promise but um no that's steals and blocks nine eight that makes that, more sense but either way that's a lot and like they're down the court before the, the half of the defense mm-hmm. is even down the court they're mm-hmm. all so quick so that's an incredibly well-coached bunch. Disciplined, I mean, if obviously. if they were to lose in their conference tournament, it. it would be someone getting hurt or just a crazy yeah. upset. And I would see that probably coming deep from UCLA, if anyone. If anyone, yeah. UCLA kicks it back in gear. I mean, they've got dang near the same team they had last year. They're yeah. missing a couple. But I just don't see – I don't see it. I think – I think Arizona I still think takes it's Arizona's it year. Yeah. I just feel like UCLA could be another contender that could yeah. upset, but I just don't see it. I see Arizona I taking it all. I think in terms of Pac-12, Arizona wins it. Do they lay an egg in the, in the tournament? Who knows? We'll have to see when that I comes. I don't think so. We'll talk about that more when we fill out brackets. But probably coming up. I mean, how soon do the brackets come up? Uh, before? selection show selection show is on the thirteenth. The thirteenth. So we got we got a couple weeks. Three weeks. That's what um, I'm really hate. But these tournaments are coming up a lot closer, yes. so um, and they're gonna sneak up on us. But no, Pac-12. I don't see anybody beating Arizona. Arizona is gonna take the Pac-12, like they've dominated it already. Um, after that, who knows how they do in the tournament? We'll see. But we go to the Big East after after the Pac-12. There, we went two kind of different routes here. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I didn't know much about the Big East, so. <laughs> We researched and we talked about it mm-hmm. a little bit. I took Villanova. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where they're at in the... Can't sleep on Big East basketball. Yeah, Villanova. Villanova's second. 
UConn's third in the conference. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, Villanova has a tough defense. Villanova's – and they're big. They have a lot of size, yeah. Um, and they're big, so they can get to the free throw line. They can use yeah. that, and they That's, make their free throws. Villanova's that team every every season where it's just toughness. That group is coached on physicality, and they're coached on being in your face all the time, contesting shots, um, getting steals. They're a defensive-minded team heavily. Um, the reason I go Connecticut, obviously there's Providence up there too, but the reason I go Connecticut, UConn on this one, is their scoring ability. Uh, they snuck one on Villanova already. They have the ability to get hot. They won't defend at the same level of Villanova, but they've got the ability to get hot. They have the ability to score a lot of points. And I'm I'm banking on that with the same mindset of it's the team that gets hot that wins that weekend of games. I'm banking on that same mindset, and that's why I'm going UConn scoring-wise. But Villanova, I, I think, think, is still a good title I think, contender. I think Villanova takes it. I just – if they they have their defense, it's on point. I mean yeah. – I just I think they're a hard team to beat because they can get hot. I mean, anyone can get hot, <clears throat> but a lot of teams can get hot. Some teams, yeah, you know, have their troubles scoring over forty points in a game. But <laughs> <laughs> true, but I just I I think I see Villanova taking yeah. this one. This was a tough one. Um, it's not a lot of basketball. A, we a, don't watch this conference nearly as much. I feel. I watch it some of it. I like okay. Big East basketball. Maybe it's just me. I just I like, like Big East basketball. Um. I feel but like Xavier could be a team to contend. They could be they could be a sleeper team at least in their tournament. In their tournament, in their which tournament. is what we're talking That's about. That's the great thing about conference tournaments is some random team like West Virginia can come in and win it all. Some random Wisconsin can come in and win it all. Um it's it's crazy to me, you know, sixth place in your conference can come in, light it up over a four day span of basketball and win the conference er, and win the the trophy. Yeah. Iowa State did it like three straight seasons. They would go in and they'd uh, finish the regular season Big 12 like six in the standings and then go win the tournament. I mean, like, I mean it's whatever it's team just... gets hot Yeah, every season. And that's what I like about those tournaments. I like the differences in the conference tournaments and March Madness because conference tournaments, like I keep saying, I've said it a hundred times, I'm a broken record at this point. It's whatever team gets hot. It's four or five days of basketball whatever team's lighting it up, whether that be offensively, defensively, whoever's playing their best basketball on those days wins it all. March Madness, on the other hand, you never know what to expect because yeah. it's a, it's about a half month of basketball, roughly. It's yeah. a couple weeks of basketball and then a little breaks in between when you get to the smaller size bracket. Yeah. But I love it because you never know what to expect. Different teams playing each other from different conferences. It's It's fun. I love the differences in the two tournaments. Yeah, I mean, conference tournaments are just crazy because they're yeah. so short. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just it. It's like a weekend tournament in high school. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Some, and then you have March Madness, which is so spread yeah. out. And once you get to the end, there's like, what, five days in between some of the games? Yeah. Three days? I, I don't remember. When you get between Final Four and National Championship, it's like two weeks. Um, between Elite Eight and Final Four, it's like a week. Sweet 16 and... Elite Eight, it's like half a week. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's decent gaps in between there. But So, recapping that, 
obviously Big 12, we split Kansas, Texas Tech. Neither of us are thinking Baylor at all because of those injuries. <laughs> Our dog is playing with his gator here. Um, we need to get a dog cam on the floor. Like yeah. We need to put some sort of camera up because he likes to go crazy. Um, <laughs> either way, back from our little dog break here. A little bit was cut out there. Um, after that, we we agreed on Purdue for the Big Ten. No one's beating yeah. that team. We split Tennessee-Auburn. You went the, the high road there with Auburn. I went with the upset out of Tennessee. ACC, we both went Duke. I don't think anyone's scoring with them. You don't think anyone's scoring with them. Um, not a ton of defense in that conference either way. Arizona, we both agreed there. No one's playing the um, basketball the that Arizona's just, playing. You took UConn, I took Villanova. Yeah. A little bit of differences, but... See, that's a that's a conference that's kind of up for debate a little more, though. So, I mean, yeah, I that's mean, a toss-up conference. A fun conference when you really watch it like play, but, it's really but it's a big toss-up. Big toss-up, yeah. After that, we, we picked our men's, mm -hmm. but at the same time as the men, the women play... I think some of the women's tournaments start a week before. Do they? Like yeah. the conference tournaments? Yes, the conference tournaments okay. because, like, the Big Ten is, like, I think the first day is March 2nd or 3rd. Gotcha. Whereas the men's, <clears throat> I think, is, like, what, the 8th? Something like that. I think so because the Big Ten tournament always finishes up right before the day of the selection show. So. Yeah. So the Big Ten, like for the men's, I think. I don't remember whose I was looking at the other day. I think it started the ninth. Gotcha. Whereas um, the women's for the Big Ten started the second. But either way, the women are coming up some sooner, some later. So we got to pick those two. Yeah, so there's only two that we disagreed on. We kind of mm -hmm. agreed. Like I said last night for women, I feel like there is the same level of parity as for the men where any team can go crazy, but I feel like there's always, out of every conference for the women, there's always that one really dominant team that the other teams in the grand scheme of a tournament just don't keep up with. It's just hard right now because, like, the Big Ten is so good. Mm -hmm. There's so many <clears throat> good teams there. There's that's so many the teams that, that, are, split. <laughs> that are capable of upsets. Mm -hmm. Same with the Big Ten. There's so many Big good 12. teams. Or Big 12, sorry. So many good teams yeah. that are good or could come and play to upset. Every other conference after that, however. I mean, every other conference is kind of just standard. They have those yeah. teams that are good and... But like, they have those dominant teams that are those, just... They have those more dominant that teams. That little level better. That just take... Yeah. Um, we did split on the Big 12. You kept your take from last week to yes. win the Big 12. You took... Iowa State. You took Iowa State's women. They're just... They're playing at a top level... <clears throat> Of basketball, I mean, they're playing better than they've played. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're what sixth in the call in the country, mm -hmm. I think. I think I believe, and they're um, they just first... got whopped by Texas. So yeah, they did. They did take a come loss. Come Monday, they'll probably be like in a twelve to fifteen range. I don't see them dropping that far. Depends on how the women below them. I mean, fare. Baylor's right below them. I mean, you lost so, by like almost thirty. Oh, I don't even remember. I, I think they lost by like almost 30 to Texas. Let me check. You only like four people scored the entire game. I didn't really look at that game. I yeah. think we, oh wow, 73 to 48. Yeah. Oh yes, we looked at this last night. Yep, yep, yep. Never mind. I did not pick Baylor's men to win it all, or not, not win it all, win the conference tournament, but I did go with Baylor's women. Iowa State family, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I think Iowa State will top Baylor. 
I think when it comes to the tournament, I think Iowa State is going to play better than they've played in past yeah. years. I think they're going to come and they're going to play, and I think so many of your players are just going to do so well. Um, looking at that game versus Texas. It's nice to have that wake-up call game against Texas, though. Yes, it's a good wake-up call, and it's mm -hmm. the perfect time of year. Yeah. Um, I see you guys did not have a center really <clears throat> playing, so maybe she, did she get hurt? I don't recall I hearing any injuries. I can't really I remember. Follow, like, I can't remember here. Every single person on Twitter that mentions anything Iowa State. So Yeah, I mean, I haven't really <clears throat> been watching much Iowa State basketball. It always falls at the wrong time. Yeah, we've just like Iowa, we've had a lot of late tip-offs here. Yeah. Um, but either way, I did pick Baylor's women because that unit is a lot like Iowa State. They mesh well together. They're a bigger, tougher group than Iowa State size-wise. They shoot at the same level as Iowa State. So I think the edge there comes from that size, that physicality. I think that can really rule a basketball game at the right times. Yeah. So I think if Iowa State does have any of those off nights, just like classic Iowa State, those off nights are going to kill them. And I think Baylor takes that one. But Iowa State's women could get hot. Four-day span of basketball, they could get hot and they could win it. I yeah. I don't disagree with you there. I, do, I, I think they might take it. Yeah. Um, did you see that Iowa State's coach got named to some watch list? I lost it now. Yeah, I saw something the other day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I see Iowa State taking it over. I think it's a special group this year. Yes. I've I watched think... a couple games. They've been fun to watch. I think it's a special group. I think it's one of your guys' best groups. Yeah, I know a couple years ago you guys had that year where you guys were super good, but you just couldn't pull it off. Mm -hmm. And I think this is going to be the year. This group just seems a little different. Yeah, they, they play, they have a lot more connection, it seems. Mm -hmm. They seem like they're having fun, which is why I kind of see them winning in the tournament and just keep winning. I could definitely see them winning Big 12 because, again, it's a few days. I don't know if I see them going quite as far in the big tournament as you do, but I definitely could see them making that run the Big 12 tournament, taking that. Um Still, still going the Baylor route, but I mean they're they're technically tied for first, so yeah, it it could be close. Yeah, but I don't know who's one over who, which would probably determine out who's actually in first. But you're both Baylor. Well, whoever's and Iowa on State. top, would Iowa State's on top. Then they so would they be Iowa State. Bigger. They must have the tiebreaker. So, um. I mean, they're both ten and three. You also have that good Oklahoma team. Mm -hmm. If they're shooting well. I, I could see them. Texas and Kansas State could both get hot. The Big Ten for women's is just, they're all really good, and I feel like whoever's <laughs> having the most fun in in the Big 12 tournament, <laughs> that sounds silly, but, like, yeah. I see whoever is having fun and getting hot, then yeah. they're going to take it, and I think that's going to be Iowa State. Big Ten just as equal across the board. Yes. Just as tough across the board as the Big 12. Maybe even a little tougher there. Uh, you will get to see Iowa, Michigan square off again here in the twenty seventh. Yeah, on the twenty seventh, which is coming up. Um, I think we're going to that game. But as much as you want Iowa to win that game, you did pick Michigan. 
to I did pick Michigan win the Big Ten tournament. To win the Big Ten tournament. I think Iowa is gonna take the the their matchup. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. I don't if the game is as crazy as it was last time, I don't see Michigan beating Iowa at home. But if Iowa comes and they're not playing on that top <clears throat> level that they can, then yeah. obviously I don't I don't think they'll they'll pull it off. But for the big Ten tournament, I did pick Michigan. I th- I don't think anyone's beating them. Yeah. You picked Maryland. I did. Which is a good choice. I mean, they're so we, good too. We watched them kind of kick the crap out of Iowa the other other night. That team to me, the the kicker for me, especially on the level of women's basketball, is they're big. Yes. They've they, got a lot, of, a lot size of size for a women's team, and that size, oddly enough, can shoot. Everywhere on the floor. I know, like their their bigs were like shooting yeah. threes. I and that size translated to a lot of blocks, translated to a lot of steals. It translated to Iowa having a very tough night. And um, and they were controlling Caitlin Clark. Yeah. I mean, she still scored like twenty points or yeah. something like that. But but if they can control her, like if they were to match up, I I was looking yeah. at the bracket the other day and just using like obviously the seeds aren't announced because they haven't. Yeah. The the season's not over, but um, I was looking at that, and if Iowa had a Maryland matchup, I don't know if Iowa would pull it off. Yeah. Um, talking sleeper teams in this, <clears throat> Nebraska. Nebraska's women. I think if a team comes in and they upset, it's going to be Nebraska. If you watch them play, they're so good. They play yeah. at that top level. They just, for some reason, they're just not pulling it off as well, but... If a team yeah. upsets, it's going to be Nebraska. They can shoot. They can drive. Yeah. They can play good defense. I mean, it's all there. Again, for me, comes down to that size, that strength, that physicality out of a women's team is crazy. The ability to shoot, play defense on the level. We watched Maryland play defense. They're quick. They're tough. They're well coached. That's a smart bunch. Yeah. I think that's a tough group to beat. I mean, Indiana's in first. In the big, yeah. in the Big Ten, neither of us picked and them. Neither of us picked them. I haven't got to watch them play because both of their games against Iowa got postponed, <laughs> <laughs> just because one player was out. Yeah. Basically, um, I don't know. So I haven't got to see them play much, and they're not on TV as often. No. Like when the I'm group, available. The teams you always see on TV because women, you get a really selective bunch on there, and watching games on ESPN Plus is a nightmare. But um, the games you always see are. Michigan, you get Ohio State in there. They go for the bigger names, and then the other. You get a lot of Iowa. Yeah. Almost all of Iowa's women's are on. For TV. us, that's a lot of regional stuff. But after that, you're shit out of luck because they don't put them all on. And TV. it just sucks because if there's a men's game, the men's yeah. games normally get put on yeah. on the Big Ten over women's, which. Because I mean, the Big Ten network runs all their own stuff, and and I know. mean most times a lot of the men are good, so yeah, it's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. But if Indiana's playing like Wisconsin, of course, it's not going to get put on TV. That's not a good matchup. No. Whereas if there's a good men's game, I mean. Regardless, I've got Maryland. You've got Michigan. I have Michigan and. That's a tough team. Both of them are tough. That Big Ten conference, though. Is tough. It's almost an impossible conference to predict a winner in that tournament because. Yeah. They all compete at such a high level. But. It's (laughs) just going to be that weekend who's shooting the best and who is having the best connections as a team. After those two, we uh, we didn't stray very far from the beaten path. We both picked.
picked equal throughout the last four for the SEC. We took South Carolina. ACC, we took Louisville. Pac-12, we go Stanford. Big East, we go UConn. Big thing with UConn is do they get Paige Beckers back? Yeah. So that's what we were talking about is in that conference, the top, like, five are all pretty equal. Mm -hmm. So it's really going to be who's playing the best. UConn is that team that gets hot and they stay hot. Yeah. They're always that team that dominates. And if they get Paige Beckers back. She returned to practice this week. Which she could return and she could. She's only running in little spurts. She's on the floor for like a minute at a time. but Yeah, and she might not have that spark right away. Sometimes it's hard to get back in the groove. So I think if she comes back and she's fully healthy and she's feeling good, then I think I think UConn takes it all. I think they're gonna be that's gonna be that surprise for that, like for that one, yeah. yeah. Paige national player of the year last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Probably not this year. No, I don't I don't <laughs> think she quite has the stats for this no, year. No, I mean not. being hurt over half the season doesn't help. <laughs> um, um I think that would have been a a good thing to see like her against Caitlin Clark again this year. I did see next year, um Iowa's women got into a tournament early season like Thanksgiving, pre, yeah. and UConn's in it, so we'll get to see a matchup between Iowa and UConn next year, early season. That'll be tough. I think it'll be a good game. I, That'll be tough. I'm glad they got into one of those tournaments. That's, Beckers versus Caitlin Clark. That's a Clark. competitive tournament. Uh, There's some other good teams, and I just don't remember. I just remember yeah. that that was a main one I saw. After that, SEC, we obviously went with the team favored to win it all. Again, like I said last night, you kind of disagreed, but I said in women's basketball, I feel like you don't get as many upsets. That one dominant team is that one dominant team. I think team. it depends on the tournament. I yeah. think you see a lot of but, upsets, but... But we both did pick South Carolina for I the think SEC. in certain conferences, they just have that dominant yeah. team, just kind of like UConn. I think South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win. South Carolina currently favored to win it all. Yeah, I think have they're going to win their tournament. And then I think... I don't know if I... See, I want them to make it to the finish. I might have said it last week. I don't even remember what I all said. But yeah. I don't know. I think I think they could go hot in their tournament and then lose it yeah. by elite by the Elite Eight in the yeah. tournament. It's hard to tell. The the women's tournament <clears throat> like fluctuates so much, like I don't know. ACC we both picked Louisville. Yes. I mean, we both went away from North Carolina State, disregarded them, and we both picked Louisville. I think that team for me is offense. Yeah. They score a lot of points. Um, They shoot the ball well. So, I mean, for me, that's what it is there. Um, And then Stanford won it all last year. Doing really good again this year. Yeah. I believe they're second in the odds right now. Maybe second, third. I think they're second. We both picked Stanford out of the the Pac-12. Yeah, we kind of went with the teams that usually that have been dominating. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we did not stray very far. No, we kind of off went the with, off the path with for, what we felt for was here. And honestly, you look at the Pac-12, and after Stanford, it is a huge fall off. Yeah, there, there's not much there. And no, and Stanford's playing pretty good basketball. Yes, they're playing so. very good basketball. I just don't see anyone even really upsetting them. No, especially not in the Pac-12. No, Stanford's women take it there for me, but so <laughs> Big Twelve and Big Ten, we both disagreed we both had different mm-hmm. opinions after that after that we all kind of we agreed um i'm yes. really excited to see the big 12 tournament and the big 10 tournament especially to see i think iowa will going back to our our teams yeah. i think iowa will see some success in the big 10 tournament i'm just not sure if they'll pull it off if caitlin clark has a very hot weekend a very crazy weekend then 
maybe getting down, maybe to the championship, maybe getting further in there. But yeah, Kaylin Clark is gonna have to play her best basketball. We still hopefully have, have a team around her. We too. have so <laughs> many injuries. I mean, we have forced four of our st regular starters are back. McKenna Warnock still hurt, but she's looking at being back before yeah. then. So. Um, and then the Big 12 tournament's going to be fun, obviously, because Iowa State is a big contender. You picked yeah. Baylor, but I think watching Iowa State, it's going to be fun. In general, that tournament should be fun. you got K-State, Texas, Kansas, and Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma is going to compete. I mean, Whereas the SEC, ACC, Pac-12, Big East, you have those dominant, those dominant teams, teams, not as many crazy that, games, yeah. whereas Big 10, Big 10, Big, Big 12, 12 is going to have a lot of really good matchups in there. Yeah, They're gonna be that's going to be a fun one to watch, which I'll be at the Big 10 tournament. Yeah. I'll, I'll go, be at home. I'll go to pretty much every game. Yeah, I'll be at home watching games. Yeah. Probably trying to make a little bit of money here and there, but. Wow. <laughs> so, me. to recap overall, men's, obviously Big 12. We split Kansas-Texas Tech for the Big 10. We both, both went Purdue. Purdue. SEC, you went with the number one team. Auburn. Auburn, I went the upset route, at least in the conference tournament, Tennessee. They could get that rematch. In the March Madness, with the current bracket set up, they could get that rematch. If Tennessee beats them in the conference tournament, Auburn beats them in March Madness, that'd be crazy. ACC, we both yeah. went Duke. No one's scoring with them. Arizona for the Pac-12. That was an easy pick. Yeah, absolutely. And Big East, we split. Such a toss-up conference. I went UConn, you went Villanova. Yeah, I mean. Moving down to women's. We only split two conferences. Well, that's, but, that's just because yeah. not as competitive. You have those dominant teams. Competitive, competitive for sure, but I feel like those dominant teams are just that big level ahead. Yeah. So, big 12, we split. Obviously, I picked Iowa State. I feel like for women's basketball, recruiting has not hit that point that men's basketball has where any team can get those bigger names i feel like women want to go to a yukon women want to go to a baylor they want to go to i feel to like those. it's not as much yukon anymore it's starting to shift but you that's one see... of the bigger teams that girls are like yes there that's why i want to play basketball yeah i mean iowa <clears throat> state has got some pretty good players iowa's got mm -hmm. some i see so many i feel like so many of the good five-star players want to go to a big 10 or a big 12 team now yeah because the conferences are so competitive yeah but either way, Baylor, Iowa State, Big Ten, we split. I went Maryland, size, Michigan. shooting. You went Michigan. Shooting, defense, mm -hmm. just what they can do. Oh, that defense against Caitlin Clark was nuts for Michigan. Until the last quarter. She <laughs> went she a little crazy off. there. But the yeah. rest of the game, they were they were trapping her, stealing it from her, forcing her into just mistake after mistake The thing after is, mistake. is Maryland can play that same defense. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think they're, they're, they don't have as better, clean but... of defense, but yes. they they can play that defense. They can control the good players. Maryland gets a little sloppy. They do get sloppy. They, they get a little dirty in there a little bit, but yeah, sometimes which, you need that, though. I think it just comes with their size, yeah. too. Um, after that, we did we, not split. South Carolina, SEC, ACC, we went Louisville. Pac-12, we picked Stanford. You know, they won it last year. Maybe they can repeat. Um, after that, we went UConn out of the Big East. I don't think anyone dominates like them. Especially out of that conference. But those are our conference tournaments. Yeah. Obviously the main focus of the episode. We're going to end it with a little little bit of fun. A little bit of NBA. A little bit of NBA. A little bit of fun here. We obviously, have a couple. One big topic. We've got to one thing about. before. Obviously with that, neither of us are Lakers fans. But that Anthony Davis injury. Ouch. he He's going to be out four weeks. 
I forgot what the injury is, but he will be out four weeks with at a bad time of the season. Yeah, it just, um, it's not a good time of the season. Obviously, I think both of us think the Lakers season at this point there's not really a is pretty well over. Um, awful time for that injury. You're sitting ninth in the West right now. Russell Westbrook's playing the worst basketball of his career. They don't have much on that team. They made zero, zero, yeah, zero, yeah, zero free agency moves. They didn't. They didn't do anything to better this team. They didn't do anything to better this team, and now they get this injury, and it's like your season's done. Yeah, and LeBron can't do it alone. I mean, no. and he no. one little injury, and he's just gonna be up too. Yes, I mean, there's a point when he's not gonna want to play anymore because he's not gonna see. It's worth it, and I mean yeah. that Anthony Davis injury. It's did they tough. ever release whatever happened to? Like, is it a sprain, break, tear? Yeah, they did. I read it this morning, and I, I forgot exactly what it is. Yeah. There's so many dang injuries there. out there. There's a million freaking muscles in your knee alone you can tear. So I, I forgot what it was, but I, I think it was something in his foot, I feel like. But oh, There's no fracture. No, he's only out four he's, weeks. He has an MRI yesterday, so what did that He's say? only out four weeks. But after that, we are gonna move on to a little bit of, little bit of fun here. Obviously, we haven't even hit All Star break yet. We do have a lot of action left. But at this point in the season, we're kind of starting to close in on who we're gonna see in the playoffs. We're gonna close in on that point where it's tough for any teams to make a push. That are past that, you know, seven spot. It's gonna be tough for teams to make a push. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a little tier list here. Yeah, we're gonna have a little fun here. Um, obviously we've got we've got five tiers here. We've got title hot and ready, playoff pushers, early exit teams, those teams watching from home on their couch, and we've got the tanking season ranking there for those teams that we wonder year after year why are you even a franchise? Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're gonna start. We're gonna start with Eastern teams here. Who are our title teams out of the East? I think you gotta go Bucks. Giannis lately is playing some of his best basketball we've seen him play. Um, I think it'll be the Bucks and the Heat. I, Bucks and the Heat. Sixers. The Bulls are up there. The Sixers are up mm-hmm. there. But I think what it comes down to, I think the Bucks. I don't think anyone's fully healthy. Is not only playing the the East plays really good defense, but no one fully healthy is playing not only the level of defense that the Bucks and Heat play, but no one's scoring with them. That scoring tandem of Chris Middleton and Giannis is nuts. The Miami, I mean, their scoring is so so spread out. There, you've got different guys having crazy nights on different nights. Tyler Harrow's finally playing bubble basketball again, like he was mm-hmm. when they went to the title. Um, I think that team could make a really good push this year. Obviously, the question now that everyone wants to ask, Nets and Sixers, out of those two, which one just became a more title-ready team with that trade? Neither. (laughs) I don't know. I think, here's the thing. My brain wants to say Nets, but I'm saying neither for two reasons. One, Kyrie Irving... I'm not the guy to push you to get a vaccine. I don't. That's don't your care. personal choice. 
But with Kyrie Irving not doing that, with Kyrie Irving not doing that, he can't play in a lot of their games. That's going to be tough. You need him. Ben Simmons, I would love to say he's going to add something excellent to that team, but he won't even play for them still yet because of his, his mental state. He wants to get in that right state. And we don't know what level of basketball he's going to come back and play. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm going to put them both in playoff pushers is where I'm going to put them. I don't think either of them is title ready. And I don't think either of them beats the cohesiveness of the Bucks and the Heat in a seven-game series to push it past that I don't that even point. know if I put them there. I think the, the Nets will be an early exit. You think Nets early exit? Yeah. I don't, I don't see them... I don't know. They're well, that's they're, early they're barely making in there. They're eight. Yeah. It and it's because they've they've had injuries. I just feel like right now they're not playing yeah. that top basketball. They've had injuries. Obviously Joe Harris out, one of their best shooters. Katie's seen his times where he's been out. They can't keep Kyrie in because of his status. Ben Simmons, you don't even know if he's gonna play. It, it's just too It's just hard tough. Right yeah, now. we'll put them early exit. Playoff pushers, obviously the Sixers just gained Sixers, a big piece on offense. I think they they're not going to win it. They, yeah, they're not going to win it. Definitely. But I do think. They have playoff push in them. Yeah. Another playoff pusher here. I'm going to put the Cavs. The Cavs are playing basketball nobody expected this season. And I think they're going to I think they're going to make a good run here. I also think the Bulls, I think they Bulls will playoff push. Yes, absolutely. Make a good run. Love as that well. team. Love that team. Uh, Celtics, I'm going early exit on Celtics. Yeah. I think we can both agree. Early exit on that one for sure. And I think we can also agree, I believe with our final East playoff team, the Raptors can go early exit. I think your teams that are going to make a push this season, you're going to see Chicago. They're playing just a weird, just like the Cavs, they're playing a level of basketball nobody saw coming. Yeah. Um. The Sixers, they just gained a good bit on offense, but like I talked about on the second string show, I think their defense is greatly going to suffer yes. from that James Harden pickup. Which we won't really see until they play more, but it's just yeah. I feel like it's just hard to tell. Title ready, I mean, I don't think anyone can really argue it unless you're a Celtics fan The Heat's a title ready team. The Bucks are going to push for another one. Yeah, I, I think I mean, I, I just don't think you can argue in, that. He's going to play some of his best basketball um, at the end of the season. Watching from home. I, I think watching from home, those teams, obviously our difference between watching from home and tanking season, tanking all those teams, they've got no shot. They, yeah. I, mean, I think we... Tanking for Zion at this point. but I think we are definitely thinking the Hornets easily. Yes, I think they're, they're going to be just, just under outside. that mark, but I don't think that group is ready to make the push. I think their pickup of yeah. Montrez Harrell could help on the defensive end, on the rebounding end, both areas where they struggle, but I don't think that team is quite ready still yet to make that push. Yeah. I think... Lamelo's at that point where he can be a leader on that team, but they don't really have any true leadership yet, and they don't. Yeah. They just don't have the pieces to get to that point. I think the Knicks also watching from home. I don't see the Knicks making a push. What about the Hawks? I feel like they they're. I think the the Hawks are. I think the Hawks are definitely a team that can make a late push to that early exit category, but I. Don't I, think I don't they think they pass anybody, and I think they're also going to be a watching from home yeah, team. I think they're just um, going to miss it. The Wizards, you you just made some odd trades. You pick up Kristaps Porzingis. 
I think they're going to end up dropping a few to end the season here, and I think they're going to be another watching-from-home team. After that, I mean, obviously, tanking season. Pacers, I like that you picked up Tyrese Halliburton. I do, but you're still losing games, and you're just, obviously, you're not at that level. Hopefully, you can pick up a good draft pick to compliment Tyrese and make him into that star. next season, if they get a good pick, they could be a 500 team. They could be decent. I think they could play a lot better because I think Tyrese has the ability to bring that momentum to the team. Absolutely. Uh, Pistons and Magic, I mean, obviously. (laughs) Obviously, they're they're a tanking season team. Um, After that, I believe we're on to the West. Yes. So... Our title teams out of the West. I believe we we had three of them. Obviously, it, it was a hard. Obviously, Suns Warriors. I mean, duh. Yeah. But we went three out of the West because the more you keep watching this young group in Memphis play basketball, the more it makes me think, ah, this team could do it. Yeah, they're playing at a like <clears throat> whole different level. Yeah. They're. I don't know. I think that if a younger team, a team that's not they're as high, I think it's going to be the Grizzlies. Not Splash Bros level, but they're reminding me a lot of that young Warriors team that came in and won their first title. And then a few seasons later, they have that crazy record-breaking season. They're reminding me a lot of that group. That group is young. And that group came out of nowhere and just started dominating the league. And I think Memphis is getting to that point. That's such, that's a group of guys that was built very well together. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to hit primes. John Morant, I think he's got a lot better basketball in him still to come. I know. I see him growing as a player just in general. He's so um, young. How old is yeah. he again? Like 22? Oh, he's older than that. Oh, he is. He's like probably 24, 25, right? He's 22. He's 22. Yes. Oh my goodness, that man's young. Um, Steven Adams is playing a brilliant role on that team. Yeah. Obviously, he's been one of the best rebounders in the league, but Steven Adams, what he adds to that team with his offensive, defensive rebounds, second chances, I love what he's bringing to the table there. Um, and they've just got a good group of young guys that I think can make that push. Do I see them? In a seven-game series beating the Warriors or Suns, my opinion there is still going to remain at no until I see it, which is a bad way know. to look at it. I, I think but, I had that I could see them beating the Warriors. Yeah. But if it came to the Suns, I, I don't said, think anybody's beating the Suns. I don't know if they're beating the Suns. Devin Booker just posted on his, his Twitter this morning their past like month of basketball, a whole ESPN slate of, like I think it was like 20 games. One loss out of that whole slate. Just looking at that, that team. It's, see, that's and just why it's dominating hard. teams. Whereas the Grizzlies, I think they could take the Warriors. Yeah, I could. I, I think if there's one of them, they're gonna take. I think if there's one of them, they're gonna take. But the Suns, that's gonna be quite the matchup. It's gonna be a lot more difficult. <laughs> the Suns are such a good team this yeah. year. Yeah, so such that's, a good team. That's why we have three up yeah. there because it's that's a good group. It's such a good mix. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. Um, Sacramento, get out of here, tanking season. Yeah. Rockets, you can go down there. Thunder, you can go down there. Obviously, watching from home, as we said, the Los Angeles Lakers, your season, unfortunately, I think is done. Yes. You're already ninth in the West. You just lost AD. Now Russell Westbrook has to pick up more weight on the team. That's not going to work. No. 
it's, it just, it's going to be a lot harder then. They're definitely going in that watching from home. They're not yeah. making the playoff, and they're they're just not a team that's going to make that push. Portland, we're going to put you right down there in tanking season. You're not even having that bad of a season, but you belong there based on what you've just done to your franchise by the trade deadline. Yeah. That was awful. Please, just stop. Um, After that. I think the Pelicans kind of fall down there as well. Watching from home? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Utah, we had a a little debate on this one last night. I said Utah's an early exit team. I like Utah. I think Rudy Gobert can get that bunch going, but... I kind of thought they were a playoff <laughs> pusher. I think that they're going to be up there, which is where we had our disagreement. Yeah. We, we were talking about it, and we couldn't decide. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they belong up in the playoff pusher. I think they're going to finish out their season strong. I think they're going to disappoint. We will put them in playoff pusher because they have had a very good year. I just think they're going to disappoint. I think they're going to get bounced early. I, also, I think they'll be in that Memphis matchup, which is why I think they'll be an early exit team. I guess I guess I could see that, but I still think they they could get. I guess the if, they face, if they face if they face Mavs, money. if they face the Mavs, I think they beat the Mavs. So yeah, I, we'll put we'll put. I Dallas. think that's how we came to it. Yeah, maybe. put Dallas um, early exit. We'll put the Jazz up in playoff. Yeah, um, I think the Nuggets will also be a playoff I think, pusher. I think the Nuggets are a playoff pusher for sure. Yeah, I think they're the, playing some of their best basketball right now. Jokic and I think, is, I think it's just going to continue. Yeah, Jokic just trying for another back to back. Love to see Monte Morris hitting a game winner the other night. That group is playing really well. Yeah. Um, uh, after that, Clippers, you're definitely an early exit. Yes. The thing with the Clippers, yeah, yeah, you're definitely early exit because the Lakers, like we just said, they're not making that push. I don't think anyone no. after that eight slot right now has any chance. And then I think the – Timberwolves are early exit. I'd love to see him be a pusher, but you're not at that point no. yet. I think you've got a few pieces you still need, but oh, I love that Timberwolves team. I, think I love watching them play, but I think they're an early exit for sure. And then we just have the Spurs left, but Spurs watching from the couch. I'm gonna say watching from home. You're not tanking season. You're you're not having a good season by any means. But it's not the worst. But you made. Some good moves. Obviously, Goran Dragic isn't actually going to play for your team, but you made some good free agent moves, freed up some space. You're if you have a good off season, that's a team that can get right back into some playoff basketball. So yeah. I like what they've done. I'm not going to put them at tanking season. Everyone else down there, especially the Kings and the Trailblazers, get out. Um, I don't like to see Tyrese down in tanking season, but let's be honest: at 20 wins. The Pacers are tanking. Yes. Absolutely. And, I mean, if you want to, you know, put some pieces around Tyrese. Build that team. Go for it. Do it. Make my day. But right now they're absolutely tanking. Yeah. But I... that's that's our chart. Obviously, we've got five title contenders, and I, I really think those are the five teams. I, yeah, I don't see push. anyone else. All the teams below uh, them, yeah, I'd love to see you succeed in the playoffs, but I don't see any of those five teams sitting right below them. No. I mean, if there was a, cra- a crazy team from... <clears throat> and we'll revisit this after yeah. the after the NBA playoffs, after the finals. If, we will, if there we were a crazy team this, but... from the East that I would love to see pull it off, it'd be the Bulls. Yeah, absolutely. Like Bulls or Cavs. I've, yeah. I've loved watching the One Cavs of them. this year. But, but it's just going to be hard to be I'd love to see Denver. 
go up to that title hot and ready, but I don't think they are. Not this year, sadly. No. But, I mean, could be in the future. I don't think Nikola Jokic is a is a championship guy. I think. I love him. I don't know. I. But I don't think he's a title guy. I think everyone's a title person. I think well, everyone deserves one. So. Well, <laughs> he likes to throw that word deserves around a lot. Yeah, they might all deserve it, but I meant basketball skill-wise, Jokic is an He's a great player, phenomenal player. I don't know if he alone is that title guy. I think he is. I think, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that in the upcoming years, they're going to be at that level. They just need that one more piece, obviously. They need something to finish their team. And yeah. I think once they have that, they will play at that top level and they will be. Yeah, absolutely. On that top tier. Um, and it hurts. You know, you don't have Jamal Murray. Sucked to see him get injured last year. I think Jamal Murray is that piece that pushes that team to the next level. You got Jokic playing MVP basketball. Granted, if Murray's in, is Jokic still playing MVP basketball without bearing that weight? Who knows? But he's still going to play that level of basketball yes. just with a piece to help him. Yeah. A good I, piece to help him. I think so, that they could be at that mm-hmm. level. I think the when they get Jamal Murray too. back in full strength, full health, keep him healthy, I think that team could be a title contending team. Yeah. But this season, they're just not quite there. I don't think they're going to quite push <clears throat> no. for that. I definitely don't either. But yeah, that's our tiers. We got our. That's pretty much all we got for today. We got today. our title favorites. We got our early exits. After title favorites, it don't matter too much. No. But it's nice to see where teams are sitting a little bit in our minds anyway. You guys can disagree. Yeah. But I think we got a pretty solid list there. I do too. I think it's really good put together. Yeah. And I think we've we've hit on a good bit today. Obviously, a basketball focus episode. Not a lot going on anywhere else right now. Yeah, but just kind of got the focus of basketball. But we've got the best time of year coming up, March Madness. We will fill out brackets on an episode when that time comes. Yeah, I'm We'll I'm definitely talk that. more about conference tournaments. Can't wait. Love March. Yes. Love it. I hate that it's called March Madness, and it doesn't go from March 1st all the way to the last day of March. I, I want basketball all well, the way. I mean, <laughs> you got the conference tournaments know, in March, which kind of started. I'm just kidding. That'd be a really long tournament. Is <laughs> is the national championship even in March? No. I was going to say it's in April. No, everything after the Sweet 16 isn't even really like, in that's March. That's just so weird. Yeah. Why Why call it that? Because the when, madness is the first two rounds. Yeah, but like the crazy upsets <laughs> that can happen in the league well, yeah, and stuff but, like that. I don't know. What is it? But the April? the madness April. is in March. Showers. That's when they cry because they lost. <laughs> March Madness brings April showers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up there, though. We hit on basketball today. Yeah. Great episode. Um, hopefully a great episode in your eyes. Top conference tournaments gave our picks. We talked a little NBA. A little bit. Put these teams in their places a little bit. But we are going to wrap it up there. Again, yeah. if you're watching on YouTube... Like, comment, subscribe. Turn those notifications off or on. Off? Don't turn them off. You can turn them off, but if you do turn them off, turn them back on again. (laughs) You won't miss another episode. Either way, if you don't want to watch us, you don't want to see these beautiful faces, or you don't have time. A lot of people don't have time to sit down and watch these. Yeah. You don't have that time. It's easier to watch it in your car. You can listen to it. You know, you're driving somewhere. You're working out. Listen to it. We'll help you through your workout. Either way. Whether you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, they are on all three. Make sure you do follow. 
If you want to keep seeing them, like it, maybe give it a rate. Let us know how you're feeling about these. You know, just give it your support. Again, if you want to check out this merch, we've got some beautiful designs. Another drop will be coming soon. Check out this website here. If you do want to see it, secondstringsport.com slash shop. Socials will be down below. Yep. But we're going to wrap it up right there. That's episode two in the books. And we're gone. Yep. Peace. Peace.